podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the co-hosts are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. We came here to do what we came here to do. If you got a problem with that, too bad, tough guys. Ho! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Smackin' It Raw podcast. I am your host, the warden, Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> As always, the real heel, Eric Seeker. And, and making his return after two weeks, Sir Hugs a lot, Travis Pointer. Hey yo, who's currently wearing a uh, luchador mask? Yeah, he uh, he shielded the camera and did a quick costume change, threw a mask on, <laughs> and surprised us all right in the middle of my intro. Yeah. Uh, this is episode thirty-two of the Smack and a Raw podcast. We are coming to you. Uh, a few days after the Elimination Chamber, uh, Raw and SmackDown. And uh, how'd you guys like the Elimination Chamber? What are your overall thoughts on it? Um, I was into it. I thought I thought it was uh, really good. Uh, I mean, I was upset with the outcome. Yeah, we'll talk about that. See, that's the problem. You're only upset with the outcome if you have expectations. There's your problem. You, you, you both, I did have expectations. You both set yourselves up with that one. Like when I was listening no, 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 to you no. last week, you know, when you were making your prediction, I'm just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, they know better. They know better. Yeah. And they're doing it anyway. They know better. I know you both know better, but you did it anyway. And Eric, I'm surprised at you. I Because I expect bad, Matt to let know, his emotions know, take him over and for him to make bad decisions like that. But I don't Travis. expect that from you, sir. Travis, let me tell you something. I knew in my heart that I had made the wrong choice when I was at Matt's on Sunday, and he told me that he was proud of my choices. (laughs) (laughs) In that moment, I knew for sure that I had just done wrong. I just, and I, you know, we saw the result. I normally win these things, and this time. You normally win these things? Really? Really? Yeah, I do. I do. I've won more than anybody. That's a fact. We're going to, we are going to give the win this week to Travis, seeing as Phil just piggybacked directly off Travis's picks. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Travis gets the win. Uh, he did uh, predict quite quite a bit. I believe all but one match he predicted correctly. Oh, I got that one right too. WWE just got that one wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can say that about the main event. But. No, that's no, no. Because here's the thing the difference between mine and yours is that yours has further implications that's going to show when these other two face each other at WrestleMania. The one I got, quote, wrong means absolutely nothing because what the fuck are they doing with Bray and Matt? Like, (laughs) who the fuck All right, you know what? We're on the subject. Let's fucking talk about this. So Roman Reigns won. I've had a lot of time to think about this over the past few days after watching him cut his promo on Monday Night Raw when Brock Lesnar didn't show up. Um, and I've got, I've got two thoughts on this one. Am I disappointed? Absolutely. I'm disappointed because Roman Reigns, if you count his match with the undertaker, because they always say that is a main event has main evented three years in a row. It's time to put someone else in the main event of WrestleMania. We saw him against Lesnar. We saw him against triple H. We saw him against the undertaker. He doesn't need a fourth fucking WrestleMania in a row to main event. He really doesn't, but they have built Braun Strowman up. They did the It's the same thing that they did with Roman Reigns back when he was on fire and people were looking for him to win the Royal Rumble originally when he didn't win. And everyone was like, oh, this is the next guy. They waited too long and then everyone was against him. Wait, if they wait, wait, wait too long wait, with Braun wait, Strowman, they're going to miss the fucking boat again. Wait, 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 wait. Because I got I to gotta, I gotta interject on that one. The only reason why they missed the boat on Roman Reigns is because he got hurt. Had he not gotten hurt. Yep. And missed that like what was like a month or two, not even maybe like six weeks or so. If that hadn't happened, they'd have been fine. The problem was he got hurt, and then when they came back, they tried to put the rocket ship up his ass, and we were like, "Oh fuck that! We know what the fuck you're doing here." No, no, no. Before he got hurt, he was in the Royal Rumble. I hear they you. They were hoping they were hoping he was going to win, and it was a year later before he did. They waited too long. But see, that's the thing. He was still on fire before he got hurt. That's my point. He got hurt, and that's when people stopped giving a fuck about him. And then they tried to shove him down our throats, and we said, fuck that. He'd have still been fine if he had won the next year had he not gotten hurt. 
And if Braun Strowman gets hurt, they're going to miss the boat again. You know? I mean, but when that can happen with anybody. Hot, anybody can get hurt at any travel. point in time, dude. Like, it, they could they could have, you know, let him win the Elimination chain when he gets hurt the next night on, on Raw. Like, it, that doesn't – you can't, like, you know, expect people to get hurt like that because that's no way to what book. I, no, what I'm saying is if he does get hurt, this was their chance. This is when he is the hottest. You don't push him now and you miss that chance and he does get hurt and he goes the way of Roman Reigns, that's another missed opportunity. And I hear you, but, I'm, but what later, I'm saying is him – but what I'm saying is him again. getting hurt can happen anytime. That doesn't make a difference. Like, it's just like, like I said, even if they had him win the elimination chamber, he, you know, and he gets hurt this past Monday on raw, the boats missed now anyway. So it does, what difference does it make? The boats not missed though, because they actually went with him. They actually pushed him. He was going to be in the main event. They but gave they were, the fans they were going with Roman at the time for. before he got hurt. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. It was the exact same thing. It was just once he got hurt and was gone and they tried to like, you know, force him down our throat as soon as he got back that people got over it I I don't agree but um and I do understand the idea that they probably made a shit ton of promises to Roman Reigns about where they were going to go with him and what they were going to do and blah 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 and even though Braun Strowman is probably way hotter right now and that match made way more sense at Wrestlemania I get making promises to a guy who comes out and works his ass off week in and week out and then not taking those away. Just, you know, I get why they're doing it. I just, I still don't agree with it. I still think it should be Braun. Yeah, I, I agree. It you should think, have been Braun. Yeah, you're, and, you're... And, but his promo really won me over on Monday night. I thought, I thought that promo was really good. Um, the way he went off on Brock Lesnar and everything like that. I mean, it was obviously like, how do I get through to these fans? I make the same complaints that they do about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and, you and, look at this shit. Worked. This is and, nothing and worked, new. Yeah. Like, there's nothing ever new in the WWE anymore. Honestly, this is the exact same thing that John Cena used to say about The Rock, except, you know, Roman said it more yep. angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, that's I, no I, I get it. Jesus, I get this mask it. Total is hot. manipulation, but at least he sounded cool when he was saying it. But um, I couldn't. The do way it I look at it is, I'll be rooting. For, I know Reigns is going to win, and I'll be rooting for Reigns. But the only reason I'm rooting for Reigns is so that the universal title can come back to being defended at least on a monthly basis, and not a yeah. every three to four month so, basis. Are you rooting for Reigns? Or are you rooting against Brock? Well, I'm always rooting against Brock. You know that. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just when you know, next Travis, time, the next time that the that the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, I don't want to hear your mouth. Go ahead, continue. Travis, uh, <laughs> if the Miz was facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, I'd be rooting exactly. for the Miz. That's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who's in it. Exactly, that's my point. So the next time the Patriots are in the Super Bowl and I'm rooting against them, I don't want to hear your mouth. But go ahead. Well, no, see, that's different because the Patriots don't defend the Super Bowl championship. No, they just cheat all the way feel, there. When they feel like it, they they work hard. They get the Super Bowl, and sometimes they win. A lot of times they win. Sometimes they lose. Mm-hmm. And they lost this year. But go ahead. Yes, they did. Um, all right. So anyway, back to Monday Night Raw. Um, Travis, how would you? Uh, well, you talked about Reigns promo. Um, you guys have any more thoughts on Reigns versus Lesnar and Lesnar supposedly not showing up or no showing? I mean, if you ask me, it was clearly a work. So, like, yeah. I mean, because they they put up such a hype about him being there the next day, but they were like, but they never said what it was. Like, hey, they're gonna be face to face. The fuck does that even mean? Like, that was just like, what was it with um another match? It was Braun Strowman against was against Roman? Who is that? What it was? And they were like just having a face to face before the pay per view. Yeah, probably. And they just like. What what the fuck was it for? Are they just going to both be in the ring at the same time? Of course, it's just for them to get together and fight. So, like, what is this even? Okay, what does the face-to-face even mean? So, Well, there's there's been a lot of this, what the fuck is this even for going on in the WWE lately? Like, why, why are you doing this? What is the point of this? What are the implications? And generally, there are none. Um, you can at least, like, you know, put the, you know pretext of a contract signing out there like you know at least fake like you know you're not just putting them in there just so you can have a fight like of course you know cm punk kind of put that on the you know 
put that out there when they got out there on that one time he did a contract saying like okay we're gonna fight now like (laughs) so you know at least pretend you know it's still television folks like you know just don't treat me like I'm completely stupid because you just call it a face to face. What's the point of you even going face to face ever before your fight? If you're not like actually there for something. Yeah, I agree. Um, Eric, you got anything to add to that? No. All right. Um, John Cena wasted our time on Monday night. Raw. We're just going to combine the Cena SmackDown raw bullshit. So he came I, out. I like the way he's going though. I like this uh, desperation. I don't because it's I interesting. feel like I don't know if something happened with The Undertaker or what the deal is, but I feel like Monday Night Raw was a big swerve no, from the I way don't. they were going. I don't. Because I think he's still going to get that match with Taker. I think it's going to happen well, after he fucks up that, after he loses that fast lane, then they're still going to do that Taker match. But Travis, listen, I watched Raw talk after the pay-per-view. Okay. And John Cena came in, and he kind of talked about it in his interview, where he was like, yeah, I was all defeated, and I was saying stuff I didn't really mean last night, and blah, blah, blah. But he came in, he sat down, he's like, you know, I don't know what I have to do, but I'm going to figure it out, even if it means going out of the um, proper etiquette of the WWE. And he just had this different demeanor, and he's kind of had it for the last few weeks in his attempts to get in and his reactions to the crowd and the way they're treating him. And I was really it really looked like maybe we were finally going to get that scene, a heel turn we were looking for, Matt, which would make sense because you're you not going to have the Undertaker. You know better than that, Matt. What do I keep telling you? You know better. I don't better. know better than that. You do know better than that. Because they've been I swerving don't. us and teasing us with a scene, a heel turn for fucking years and we never get it. It's not happening. I think it was supposed to happen. It won't be seen in Undertaker. It'll be seen in Rey Mysterio. That doesn't make any fucking sense, Matt. Why doesn't that make any sense? Because why would they give a fuck about a why would anybody give a fuck about a Cena versus Rey Mysterio match? Why would anyone give a fuck about a Cena versus Undertaker match? Because the Undertaker's involved. That's why. It doesn't okay, because so Rey Mysterio's coming back to WWE. It's his first official singles match back at WrestleMania. It's his return. Yeah, and but nobody yeah, but gives a shit. Cena versus Taker has been something that's <laughs> exactly. been thought about for exactly. years. Exactly. Like, when is that going to happen? Because they're, for whether you like it or not, they're, you know, like Cena's one of the greatest WWE wrestlers of all time. I wouldn't say greatest. Uh, I'd say uh, biggest yeah, star. I would say he's the biggest star of this generation. But you need him against The Undertaker. I don't even know if we're... Oh. What? Right now, because... Travis was frozen, but I guess he's back, so I'm assuming we still are. Um, You said one of the greatest wrestlers. I will argue that. He is one of the greatest entertainers. He is not one of the greatest wrestlers. That's what I was saying. He's not one of the greatest wrestlers. I say he's he's the biggest star of the past generation. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. I just just wanted to clarify before, you know, people got all pissed off and started, you know, (laughs) we don't need that. Roman Reigns. Fair. And Roman Reigns solidified the fact that anyone facing Taker at WrestleMania anymore means absolutely nothing. Unless there's it's, no point, unless there's no it's John behind. Cena. It means nothing unless it it's John matter. Cena. Why does it matter? Because there's, yeah. nothing on, there's nothing at stake now. It doesn't matter. It, that doesn't matter. It's Cena, the biggest star of the past generation, versus The Undertaker. That's why it matters. Yep. And it that's got to be... I mean, I'd rather see that as Taker's last match than the Roman match. There's a lot of matches I'd rather see as his last match than the Roman match. A John Cena match is not one of them. It doesn't matter. John this C- is the thing. It's not about what you want. I keep trying to tell you all the time. They don't make this show for us anymore. Like, it is not about us anymore. And the thing is, what the people like that their targets want to see is this John Cena versus Undertaker match. They don't give a shit about Rey Mysterio. Dude, the crowd went nuts when Cena suggested it. Exactly. They went nuts. And it doesn't matter. If you were there, you would have been yesing along with everybody else. Too, no, man. the fuck I wouldn't. You say that, but you would have. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. 
Yeah, so I, I won't. I won't. Yes, champ. First off, that's the thing, yeah, yeah. Matt wouldn't have done that. I'll, I'll tell. No. You, I'll, I'll be with him on that one. Matt wouldn't have done that. You know. And the thing is, you know, it's it's okay. We know how Matt is about his Undertaker. He doesn't want Undertaker to lose to anybody ever. But the thing is, let alone lose to John Cena after losing to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Who says he's gonna lose to John Cena? Because you always go out on a loss. And if you didn't go out on the last loss, and this is probably his last match. He's That's what I'm saying. I still think his last match is going to be at a Survivor Series. He's going to go out on the same show he showed up on. But well, that's if Houston shows up. Like I said, yeah. it sounds like they're going John Cena, Rey Mysterio. Maybe he's injured and he can't compete now. Maybe something happened when he was training to get back in the ring. Who knows? The Cena Mysterio thing was just hearsay. That that was not. That's the thing. So yeah. is Cena it was, Undertaker. Uh, unless, it's all hearsay. It's yeah, all but the Cena Undertaker thing actually makes sense. The problem and is, it was actually brought up. And the thing, exactly. And the thing is, though, what I say it was brought was, up and shot only down, reason, and then he went to a different true. show. The only true. thing, yeah, but he's he's he goes back and forth between both shows all the time. That means nothing. But the thing is, only way I see this Cena versus Undertaker match not happening is if you're right. Like somehow Undertaker can't fucking go. Like he just can't do it. If he just can't do I'm it, saying. then okay. He, he, here's but the, outside here's the of that, he, that Cena Undertaker match is happening. Here's the thing. Here's what I've noticed. When Cena brought up the Undertaker thing, and and then he shot it down. When he shot it, when they talked about it on SmackDown, when the announcers were talking about it, they kept saying, "Oh, of course, that match with the Undertaker is impossible." They kept repeating the word "impossible." over and over and over again. In my experience, when WWE tends to stress something like that, saying that it's exactly, impossible. Exactly. Oh, it's possible. It's a fucking work, dude. It's all a t- it's a TV show. You got to you got to remember in in the end, it's still a TV show. Yeah, not only is it possible, but the Undertaker is going to be there <laughs> next week on SmackDown. <laughs> no, he's going oh, it, to it, you called me out. It's not going like, to happen on yeah. next week. It's going to happen after Fastlane when after Cena doesn't win the WWE title and he has no yeah, path yeah. and Undertaker shows up later on. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We we yeah, just, he's going to be like, "Oh, you're calling me out." I really need you, you know, to act yeah. like you've yeah. seen the WWE before, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> I've okay. seen it before. I've seen it plenty of times. I don't agree with anything they do. I think they're making shitty decisions left and right, especially leading up to this WrestleMania. That is not the point, though. As you guys said, Cena showed up on SmackDown after he cut this waste of our time promo on Raw, where he pretty much said he was going to go to SmackDown because they got nothing for him on Raw. And uh, he convinces Shane to give him a spot or a match to earn a spot in the main event at Fastlane. So now instead of a fatal five-way match, it's a six-man dance. Because um, he won his match. He beat AJ Styles. And they hyped up how if John Cena wins at Fastlane, he will be a 17-time champion, the most decorated champion in WWE ever going into WrestleMania, blah, 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 blah. Um, the original plans from what I was reading, because as I said, everything's just rumor and hearsay until it actually fucking happens, was that it was supposed to be John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Fastlane with Shinsuke's title shot on the line, and that didn't happen. They went the other way. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm, I I would rather have you guys be right and have him lose this match and go on to face The Undertaker than have John Cena become a 17-time heavyweight champion and go into WrestleMania to face Shinsuke Nakamura. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Calm the fuck down. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be Cena versus Taker. Like, it, it's going I, to happen. still don't want to see that match. I, I really... At this point, there's not much on WrestleMania that I actually want to see. Then why are you upset at not being able to go? <laughs> I'd still talking? be going to WrestleMania. <laughs> still be going to WrestleMania, whether I want to see the matches or not. I'm what are you talking fuck? about? It. It's going to be a great WrestleMania. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is going to suck. John Cena versus Undertaker. Bro, we got Shinsuke no, versus no. AJ. We got fucking Sasha versus Bailey. We got fucking Maybe. not official yet. You know that's happening, dude. Why? Why are you acting like you don't know these things? Like I said, act like you've watched dude. the WWE before. And then we got like you know, you got the Bludgeon Brothers and the fucking Usos and the fucking New Day. They're gonna do have a th- fucking three way yeah. match. We know that's gonna happen. Like if you watch yeah. this shit, you know the patterns. You know what's going down. Get hype, bruh. 
It's okay. You say that, but according to the patterns, Braun Strowman should have won that Elimination Chamber match. That didn't happen. That's not but we knew patterns. Was gonna win, no, so. if you follow the, the patterns, pattern. you know that the guy they decide is the guy is the guy. They already decided Roman Reigns is the guy. You knew what was going to happen, but you just hope against hope. Because of the rumors, hope. not because of what they did on TV. The pattern on TV dictated Braun Strowman wins that match and goes on to WrestleMania. The pattern of the WWE says <laughs> when they pick their guy, that is their guy. It is, it is what it is, bruh. I understand that you wanted Braun. I understand that it made sense for it to be Braun. But they already picked their guy. It's okay. Yeah, Matt, that's the last time I follow you on any kind of uh, <laughs> picks for the thing. Because you're a mark, man. You're a mark. Okay, first off, you didn't follow me. You made all your picks before I did. I gave mine after you. So you didn't follow me on shit. But you I made followed, a bad decision. Follow, follow no, you, you made spirit. a bad decision. Follow so you fucking spirit. own You made a bad decision. I, so fucking own it. I followed you. You lost on your own bullshit. Fucking on I, it. I, I, I literally thought what would Matt do? You know, I thought I, I heard just <laughs> talking about voting with your heart before, and that's what I did. WWMD. Okay. <laughs> First off, you have no heart, so you didn't vote with your heart because you have no fucking heart. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, this is a great episode, guys. Just I'm loving as this. As always, <laughs> Eric cannot own up to his own bullshit, he cannot accept any responsibility. Were the mistakes he made because he's a giant child. He made bad picks. He did not win, and he's trying to blame it on me. I no, 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 no. I don't. That's not what's going on at all. Yo, wait, 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 because this picks. is more important than anything either one of you have to say right now. Yes, I'm out of tequila. Okay, uh, we're gonna move on. We still got a lot to talk about. Um. We mentioned Braun. Braun came out, uh, beat up Elias. Elias shot him in the face with a fire extinguisher and then ran away. I guess it was a blow-off because of the Braun stand-up base thing and then the little thing they had during the Elimination Chamber. Um, rumor, hearsay was Braun versus The Miz at uh, WrestleMania for the IC title. Doesn't look like they're going that way. It looks like they're going with possibly a triple threat match. Miz versus uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. But then again... That's just the way it looks on TV. That's not the way, you know, the WWE pattern that Travis sees. So, Travis, where are they going with this? What does the pattern dictate to you? The fuck are you talking about, Matt? I was talking about one particular thing and what they normally do when I say if you watch the show, yes, when they you can see when they pick their guy, they pick their guy. That is all I said. You're trying to put this on other shit, and I was talking about one thing, sir. I was talking about one thing. You also mentioned it with the John Cena thing. Anyway, that was all part of one thing. Triple threat. John Cena and Undertaker and fucking Roman Reigns and Bronze or Brock Lesnar are not one thing. Those are two separate matches. So fuck you. I John Cena was in the same match as Roman Reigns, so they're connected, so it's all one thing. Go ahead. And so were Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, so they're connected along with The Miz. Is it going to be a triple match, or is it going to be Braun Strowman versus The Miz? That's different because it involves the, the Intercontinental the, 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 the title. The is supposed to create peace, not, not so Don't stop him, that. Eric. You are killing <laughs> my fun right now. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Eric pipes up like that again. I'm cutting him off the show, and it's just going to be you and me. Oh, I don't think you want that I'll either. I'll that call real quick. I don't think you want that either. But anyway. You're supposed to bring balance to the force. <laughs> Not leave it hey, in. <laughs> hey, you see this? You see this? No. My hands up, your mouth goes shut, Eric. I asked Travis a question. What is your Travis, question, Matt? Fuck about your stupid hand. Is it icy triple threat, or is it going to be Braun versus The Miz? Oh, I don't, the thing is with Braun, you don't know what the fuck they're doing with Braun. I don't think they know what they're doing with Braun. That's my that's the thing. You see, when they really don't know what to do when they've actually got a star on their hand, like, oh, shit, what do we do with this dude? I don't know. Make him face Elias Sampson again because we don't know what the fuck is going on. But we want to have this match because we got to put Seth back in a title picture. So uh, let's just put him over there. Oh, shit. Finn Balor's there, too. He puts on a good match, too. Like, oh, let's put him in there, too. Why the fuck not? So, yeah, it's the fucking WWE not knowing what the fuck they're doing, so they just throw some shit together like they do all the time. Like, don't act like this is new. 
So we're going to get this triple threat, like you said before, because that makes sense. Because they don't know, like, what the fuck they're doing. When I say it make, when I say it makes sense, I mean it makes sense because with their chaotic not knowing what the fuck they're doing, it's the kind of shit they would do. Unless, of course, it's Roman Reigns, and then they know what they've been, they were going to do for over a year now. Yeah, because they focus on one thing, and then they don't know what to do with anything else, like they always do. It, why are you acting like this is something new, sir? Like, you don't, you don't see that they never yeah, the know. WWE, <laughs> like, the WWE collectively has the mind of an eight-year-old child. <laughs> like an eight-year-old boy, specifically. Eric, That's... what do you think? Do you think it's going to be that triple threat match, or do you think uh, yes. somehow they're going to work their way down to Braun versus The Miz? No. Well, then what do you do with Braun for WrestleMania? You don't leave Braun Strowman off WrestleMania. That's the he's thing. Gonna host re- he's going to host WrestleMania. They don't know. Like, I'm trying to tell you. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do with Braun. He's going to be I, the host. He's going to come out and he's going to play his bass. On very rare occasions to me on this podcast, WWE, listen to me very carefully. You make that IC triple threat match. You put Braun Strowman in the main event against Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and you give Braun the title. Yo, what if That's they do? What, you do? what if they do that triple threat match and then make Braun the special guest referee? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be another big fuck you to me. Oh man, I know, and that's why it's funny because that's what they tend to like to do. They're like, oh, "What does Matt want?" Well, let's do the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Raw started off with Alexa Bliss cutting a promo uh, that brought out Asuka. Naya showed up. Um, Alexa was out there with Mickey James. Naya knocked out Alexa and Mickey James. Or, I'm sorry, Asuka knocked out Alexa and Mickey James. And then uh, Naya went after Asuka. And then Bailey and Sasha came in. And it ended up in a six woman tag team match that Asuka won. Uh, the only interesting thing here, as Travis mentioned, it looks like we're going for a. Bailey Sasha feud probably at WrestleMania after Sasha threw Bailey out of the Royal Rumble when they were working together and attacked her during the Elimination Chamber while they were trying to work together to eliminate Alexa Bliss. Sasha went to go tag Bailey. Bailey jumped off the apron and did not accept the tag, uh, kind of giving her a big fuck you back. So that was really the whole point of this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Is it going to be Alexa versus Asuka at WrestleMania? Is that what we're getting? Yeah, I guess so. I still think I still think we're getting Oscar versus Charlotte. I still think that's going to happen. There, there has been no indication that she is going to go to SmackDown and challenge Charlotte, or has any reason to. Why does she need a reason? She's already been talking about how she's going to face Alexa Bliss. She's been going up against Alexa Bliss. There's, there has to be. When did she actually said? When did she actually said that she was facing Alexa Bliss though? When did she ever she actually say that? She came out before the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, and she cut a promo about fighting the person who won the Elimination Chamber and how nobody's ready for Asuka. I don't remember her saying anything about facing the person that won the Elimination well, Chamber. she's hard to understand. But, you know, exactly. So how do you know you understood her? <laughs> because I speak Japanese. No, uh, you don't. So John talk. My thing is, well, John only knows about three words, and they all are different words for penis. So, um... <laughs> Well, I know it. I I know a good bit, you know. And uh, yeah, that, I agree with Matt. She did. She has been pretty explicit about facing Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I still think she's gonna face Charlotte because the whole thing about her facing Alexa Bliss is boring. Because the money match on Raw for the women's title is Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, well, we as we all know, money matches don't matter in WWE. They don't know what the fuck they're doing with anybody except Roman Reigns. So. That's not what I said because the no, money match because that's the money match actually is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That's the money match. Now the no, good the money match, match was Braun Strowman. No, 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 no. You you you're mistaking the money match for the best match. That's not always the same thing. No, I'm not. I'm right. No, uh, no, no. It's not always the best thing. It's just like think back to WrestleMania 3. All right? The money match was Hulk Hogan versus Andre. But the best match was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat yep. for that IC title. You know what I mean? 
So same shit. Yeah, but see, that's that's completely different. That's not looking at are we going to put Hogan versus Andre in the main event or Steamboat and Savage in the main event. That just Steamboat Savage turned out to be the best match after everything was said and done. In this case, looking forward, the best scenario, the one that makes sense, the one that's going to sell tickets isn't Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, even though the tickets are already sold because it's fucking WrestleMania. The match that more people are going to be excited about would be Braun Strowman, Brock, than Roman Reigns, Brock. The match that makes the most sense, that makes the most money is the match with the biggest stars. The biggest star is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I disagree. I do not think Roman Reigns is their biggest star. I think Rusev is a bigger star right now than fucking Roman Reigns is. Rusev Day is the most over thing in WWE. It's okay. You're entitled to be wrong. Any thoughts on uh, Eric? You mentioned you think it's going to be Oscar versus Lex. Any thoughts on uh, Bailey versus Sasha? Um, Bailey versus Sasha has been a long time coming, and I think it'll be cool. All right. It'll be um, a good, good WrestleMania match. They've been teasing Everybody that whole good, Sasha uh, heel turn for a long feud. Yeah, they've been teasing yeah. that Sasha heel turn for a long time because Sasha's best as a heel anyway. So that whole thing, the problem is when she came in, everybody liked her because she was just fucking awesome. So it was just like people were cheering her, but like, ah, what do we do with her? She's better yeah. as a heel. But people are cheering for her because she's just so fucking good at what she does. Well, now they're like, you know, people love Bailey. So like, I have her fuck with Bailey and fuck Bailey over. Maybe people will boo her then, you know? See, that's the thing. If Bailey was as popular on the main roster as she was on NXT, then I would agree with that. But I don't think a lot of people give two shits about Bailey on the main roster. No, they don't. They don't give two shits. They give like you know, like three quarters of a shit, almost a full shit. But like they recognize that people, you know, people like to hug. All right, like you even call me Sir Hugs a lot because you know it's the thing. People like a hug, all right? <laughs> so, you know, if you fuck with the person that likes to hug people, people will get behind, you know, be like, hey, fuck you. Like, yo, all she wants to do is give people a hug. Yeah, that's true. I did, I did, get, John, I did get John uh, hugging is my business uh, Bailey shirt for uh, the Elimination Chamber, and it was probably – I've never seen him more excited about a T-shirt in my life. Yeah, man, that's the thing, man. It's just like everybody likes a hug. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt came out, beat up on Slater and Rhino after his fucking match with Matt Hardy, which like every feud that they seem to do with Bray Wyatt goes nowhere. Um, I'm telling you, man, what's going to happen with this Bray and Matt thing. They're going to turn into a tag team. Like it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. That's what needs to happen. Jeff's coming back soon. So, um. We'll so see how that goes. so they're gonna be like you know like the new brood like you know when Gangrel had the Hardy brothers it'd be like Bray with the Hardys. Yeah, it's like, it's like I said on Sunday, Matt. Like Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are essentially the same character. They're just different sides of the same character. Yeah, man. And it's just, just like I said on Sunday. Fuck you, Eric. Well, it's um, correct, and it's the, it's, it's the it's literally the entire point of the feud. It is not correct. That's what the theory is all about. The whole the Woken Matt Hardy and the Bray Wyatt character kind of are like mirror images of each other. It is kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's exactly the point of the entire feud, Matt. Like it's undeniable. Bray Wyatt was a character that worked up until he came over to Raw. Matt Hardy is a character that had Woken Matt Hardy is a character that has not worked since it started on Monday Night Raw. It worked, um, and it, but it worked before they took it to WWE because it worked outside of WWE. It just didn't work but that there. Was, but as Eric said, what he did outside of WWE is completely different than what he's doing here. That's yeah, but regardless, Matt, they're, they're mirror images. They're like the same character. They're just different sides of the same character. And that's, Yeah, one's a good side and one's a bad side. That, Hardy's clearly the bad side. That's fine. That's fine, because whatever. Listen, just remember, <laughs> mark this down right now, because I said it again. I've said it before, and I'll say it again now. That tag team's going to happen. Just remember I said that. And here's the thing. Being that I always liked Matt better than Jeff, you'd think Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt, the prospect of them being a tag team, would make me extremely happy. It terrifies me. It really does. Because they're not going to do anything. They're not going to be tag team champions. It's going to be a Hero, and he comes back. They're gonna hey, end up like the hey, Matt. Matt, I lost you for a second. You said they're not going to be tag team champions, and what? 
I said that they're not going to win the tag team championships. It's going to be a fucking waste, and they're going to end up well, like the think Ascension. About it. Well, think about it. Think about it. Because why wouldn't they become tag champs? Because who's who's the tag champs on Raw right now? The bar? Who gives a fuck bar? about the bar? Yeah. Nobody. You get another tag team, like, you know, you get Matt and Bray Wyatt together, something that's actually, like, could be kind of interesting, maybe. Yeah, put the Not belts the on them. It's more. Inter- what WWE's hey, with listen, them. it's more interesting than the bar. I yep. disagree. Well, like I said, once again, you're entitled to be wrong. You've been doing a lot, a lot this episode, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> While we're on the subject of the bar, uh, they had a two out of three falls match against Titus Worldwide, which the bar won. And then they pretty much cut a promo afterwards about how they're the Usos of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, until Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy come up against them and take their belts. But go ahead. Or the Revival take them at WrestleMania. Yeah, who gives a shit about them? Mm, yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't even see them on Hulu. If they're not good enough for Hulu, they're not good enough <laughs> for They didn't even make the Hulu cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to gauge how much WWE gives a fuck about you, if, whether or not you make the Hulu cut. Yeah, well, the revival wasn't Hulu, your chances of making it to WrestleMania are pretty fucking slim. Here's the thing: they <laughs> might they might have that match at Mania. They'll just lose it because who gives a shit about them? But go ahead. What yeah. were you about to say, Matt? The very last thing that happened, which I know is also going to be a big argument, especially with Eric, uh, Ronda Rousey met Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stephanie in the ring. After Kurt had found his balls on Sunday, he lost his balls. Uh, he backed down. Steph apologized for slapping Ronda Rousey. And then going off air, Triple H punched Kurt Angle in the face. No, that wasn't just an apology. She, like, groveled. Like, yeah. she apologized profusely because, you know, as the WWE Universe chanted, which is my new favorite chant, after she slapped her. She fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked up is my new favorite chant. Like that was great. The whole arena telling Steph, like, "Hey, you realize you just slapped Ronda fucking Rousey." Like, here's what I've noticed with Ronda: she can tell an entire story without opening her mouth. Just her her face. Yes. Yes. So after her quote-unquote promo uh, on Sunday where she took the mic to thank everyone and do all that shit. She needs to just tell stories with her face and not talk. Yeah, man. I'm telling no, look, you. Look, this is one of those su- things. Sunday she was really bad. Monday she was great. She was great on Monday. I will say better, not great. But my thing yeah. is she's one of those people that would benefit. I've said this before. We need managers back. Like, we need more than just fucking Paul Heyman because – there are certain people out there who are great talents, but should not be talking. Just, you stand there and talk. Yes, like Sheldon Benjamin. Shut the fuck up and just do what you do in the ring, sir. Give them, give them a manager and their money. I didn't I, like. I think Rhonda can make it though on her own. I think I think she can. I think nope. she'll get better. Like she already, like from Sunday to Monday, she made a pretty huge. That's true, you know? but Sunday Sunday was awful. Here's what I think, because my thing is we know we all speculate that Brock is leaving. Brock leaves. Guess who doesn't have anything to do after Brock leaves? Paul oh, Heyman. Damn. You let Paul Heyman manage Ronda. I've heard that idea <laughs> floated around. Like, I heard that uh, Paul Heyman was interested in doing such. It a thing. makes I perfect see it sense to Travis. You you know you know what's weird to me about the whole Ronda thing though is that um okay she put Triple H through a table how is like how does she stack up to the rest of the women's roster because I've never seen any woman put Triple H through a table that's the point it's uh, that's the whole yeah, point but, is the fact that she was like they setting her up to be this bad motherfucker that even put Triple H through a table they're not gonna put her up against the rest of the women's roster until after Mania and she establishes how badass she is like I can and see then her, goes on to I can see her going up against I can see her going up against Oscar but I was gonna uh, say and then she goes on to break Oscar's streak yeah. wins the title and shows up once every three months to defend it. If you, but they even they no. established that she had a regular contract like everybody else. They even they As said right that. Now. 
They said that right already. Now. They've already established that. It's di- it'd be different if they hadn't actually said that, but they like made a specifically made a specific statement saying like you, that she wasn't getting any special treatment. She had the same schedule as everybody else, same kind of contract as everybody else. Yeah, that's uh, what I that's that what I heard. No, Brock didn't start out that. It. Well, Brock started out with his first run with the WWE. Yeah, but when he came back, this is Ronda's first run. Okay, then. So what are you talking about? So she's gonna I'm have the same eventually. shit. Are you eventually. talking about like like eight years from now? <laughs> oh no, they may do it quicker than that. <laughs> like like who gives a shit about that? Who knows what happened eight years from now? She might break her neck and never wrestle again within the next eight years. Who gives? What what are you talking about? It's all story, Travis. What I'm saying is they could easily have Ronda Rousey win that title. And just because when she showed up on the Elimination Chamber, they said, oh, she has no frills in her contract. Once she becomes champion, all that changes. It's a whole different scenario. Listen, I'm going to need you to get your Brock bias and your hatred for Brock out of your system right now. Stop trying to transfer that on the Ronda. All right? Chill. It's okay. Even before that happened, I heard she was going to be working a regular schedule. And I'm sure she will. She's she's still pretty young, and I'm sure she just wants to like go into it, you know, 100 percent, and just like make that her career, you know. So I think she'll be full time for quite a while. Instead of talking about her future, let's talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Kurt Angle got punched. Kurt Angle recanted all the stuff he said on Sunday, which I was actually I really enjoyed what Kurt Angle did on Sunday and how all that went down, and I feel like. Raw going off air the way it went off air uh, with Kurt just backtracking everything and then them groveling around. Like I just, it left a bad taste in my mouth compared to what we had on Sunday from the time Kurt opened his mouth to Triple H going through the table. I feel like they took a couple steps back from the pay-per-view instead of moving forward. It was weird that uh, Triple H just kind of sucker punched Kurt at the end of it. I don't think that was weird at all. That sounds some real Triple H shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Just uh, I don't know. It, it seemed to come out of nowhere, but it was gas punch out of nowhere. That's the kind of shit that Triple H does. That's some real. Just that's just some Triple H shit. They call him the cerebral assassin because he picks his spot and takes you down and then disappears. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's just what he does. Yeah. He's, he's just a piece of shit. So that's what a piece of shit do. <laughs> Speaking of guys who pick their spots and just take people out, Dolph Ziggler did the exact same thing on SmackDown this week during Baron Corbin's match, which he won against Sami Zayn. When Ziggler hopped the barricade, super kicked Kevin Owens in the back of the head, and then after the match proceeded to give a zigzag to Baron Corbin and kind of make himself the show, as you will. Yes, um, you say so. As well as... During the last match on Monday Night Raw, which was John Cena versus AJ Styles for that spot that we talked about, which John Cena won, and everyone kind of got into it, uh, Dolph Ziggler was standing tall until John Cena hit him with an AA. <laughs> he was standing there. tall until John Cena gave <laughs> I feel like they didn't cut it off on time because you even saw it. Like AJ Styles looked like he was about to do something, and then it just faded out. Yeah. So I don't know if Dolph Ziggler was meant to toss AJ out and we weren't meant to see that AA. Or if there was more that we were supposed to see, but they cut it off early. But it, it again, weird way to end the show. Mm. Um, I like when it ends in the middle of action. Yo, you remember they used to do that all like the back time. In the day. They used to happen yeah, a like lot. Back in the day, yeah. It used to happen on Nitro all the time. Like always. They'd, they'd be always. in the ring, like the NWO would be fighting like you know, DDP and Luger and fuck shit in the ring and shit, and it just cut out while they're still like, yo, who won? Like, like they still yeah, fight? Why like are you cutting it off? So then you gotta start, you gotta come back the next week because you gotta see what the fuck happened. Yeah, it would be like total anarchy. The announcers would be like, oh my god, I don't know what the hell is going on. You're gonna have to come in. Oh man, now I gotta open up the time. network. Now I gotta open up the network and watch some more Nitro because, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do. We just watch old episodes of Nitro, like from like ninety seven through nine, like the end of ninety eight. Yeah, <sighs> I've watched a, I've watched a few of those. I've gone through a few of them, and uh, man, the thing that keeps coming up is uh, was it uh, Glacier? Is that his name? <laughs> Glacier? Yeah, I remember <laughs> Glacier. Sub Zero. 
Just yeah, he, was, he, was, he was sub zero, but like, <laughs> dude, because like I started watching the Nitro episodes at a time when like Glacier hadn't even been on the show, right? And they were just showing promo. They videos just kept promo. Like, Glacier's and just... coming, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like these ridiculous videos, man. And you see him show up, and it's just like, really, this dude? This this is what all that hype was about? Was this dude really? <laughs> with his stupid glacier outfit, like with, his, was, like, with yeah, the fucking his bad. finisher move was that like that side kick? The fucking he called it the cryonic kick. <laughs> yeah, and he had like a super elaborate entrance when he first came out. There was like a bunch of lasers and fucking fog. Yeah, and, and like the snow man. coming around him and shit. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You know, there was a time like a couple years ago I was doing this, like because for some reason like the dates lined up perfectly with Raw. I would watch. You know, the current Raw, and then I watched, like, the current corresponding Raw from, like, 96 or 97, and the Nitro from that year also, oh, of that nice. same date, at the same time, like, why is, why was the shit from 20 years ago so much better? Like, it's just... It's crazy how much better it is, really. It's, uh, it's, like, more organic, you know? Yeah. Because you can tell, well, like, people are just ad-libbing stuff. They're just making shit up as they went along. Travis, I'm glad you brought that up about how the announcers would freak out when they went off air. You know, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then we have to let you go. Tune in next week. Because Eric and I were talking about this on Sunday, how they don't do that anymore, and how the announcers don't even call the matches anymore. And it was very apparent on Monday Night Raw, because I'm pretty sure it was during the two out of three falls tag team match. All they talked about was Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I think we they talked about talk that about on this show before. Like anything. how they don't how they don't even call the matches anymore. They just talk about shit while the match is going on. And it's just like, yo, you wonder why you can't get people over because you're not even calling the shit that's happening in the ring. Like we're talking about the people in the ring. You're talking about Ronda Rousey during a tag team match, a two out of three false tag team match. Yeah. You're not even talking about the people in the ring or their story. You're off on fucking Ronda Rousey, which we saw that fucking video package from Sunday at least three times. Mm-hmm. It was three, three, yeah, 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 we know what happened at Elimination Chamber. You showed us multiple times. The Hulu version did not have the revival, but it did have all three. <laughs> all all Rousey three Ronda Rousey, Rousey videos, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the revival wasn't on Monday Night Raw at all. The reason I brought up the well, revival, Eric, whatever, is because whatever. And the bar said they had... The bars said they had beaten everybody. They pretty much said, oh, yeah. Without saying it, they said, we've got Raw on lockdown. And the only team that they haven't faced is the Revival. I don't even remember them doing that. Was that even on the Hulu version, Eric? Did they cut it off after they won the two out of three falls match? They cut off their promo? They weren't on the Hulu version. I I don't even think we saw their match. (laughs) They cut out a two out of three falls match? Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that match at all. Yeah, they cut that match all the way up. Nobody gives a shit about them. That's what I'm well, trying to tell you. Hold on. That's too bad because Apollo put on a really, really great performance. You even got to see that standing shooting star press that he does that he, he doesn't really do much of anymore. Mm-hmm. Apollo put on a great show. See, Another he does person. that every single time he wrestles. So here's the thing, man. If he can get to it. That's because... Usually he does it two or three times per match. That's because Vince McMahon doesn't like black people all right so he had a no, tag team not. with two black people and he was like you know what fuck this we already got the new day on smackdown so we're not giving them raw too fuck that travis <laughs> that is not true vince mcmahon probably true. likes black people probably he just true. he sees them in a certain way listen. he has a certain vision <laughs> listen. it's very narrow-minded yeah see here's the thing what he does with black people he does one of three things if you let him have his way with black people you are either the dancing guy you are the angry guy or you are the foreign guy if you are one if you are a black person the Vince McMahon you are one of three things to him that is not true that is not true was crime time the dancing guy the angry guys or the uh, foreign guys. They were none of which. They were a. They were a combination of the dancing guy and what he considers angry, which is the which is the gangster. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I like the boogeyman. He's like a trailblazer. He was kind of a dancing guy, too. and he was kind of a foreign guy too, because it was all that voodoo shit. And all, yeah, yeah. That's, that's same regional. shit. That's, that's the regional voodoo. It was regional voodoo. Voodoo like origin- Orleans voodoo. Voodoo originated well, in the Caribbean, sir. But what, what, yeah, hey. but not in New Orleans. That was like new. That was regional New Orleans. <laughs> Regardless of where voodoo 
came from or is regionally from. It is not in Japan, but Shinsuke Nakamura is from Japan, and he had a match against Aiden English on SmackDown, which he won. And the only really entertaining thing out of that I refuse, was Rusev. I refuse to give you credit for that segue, but go ahead. Yeah, that was Come kind on, of that... it was str- it was a stretch. <laughs> I will not give you credit for that one. Go ahead. I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that I said anything about your transitions being great because before you did them so organically and now you're doing them with this great ego. I'm not doing them with this great ego. I'm trying to cut you guys off from your bullshit conversation to get us back to SmackDown. And if that shuts you up <laughs> and gets us back to where we're going, then we're back to where we're going. Don't try Rusev to tame me. Was the only entertaining part of that Shinsuke versus Aiden English match, he's delivered a kick to the back of Aiden English or uh, to Shinsuke's head, and then seemed very upset with Aiden English losing that match. I'm thinking this may lead to a match between Rusev and Shinsuke at uh, Fastlane, yeah. just because they got to put something on there. They got nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. You, what, you're not all about Rusev Day? Eh, I mean, it's fine. It's just, you know, I'm just, okay. It's not that I'm not for Rusev Day. It's just the match itself is just like, I guess. I just don't care. That John Cena promo at the beginning of SmackDown when Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon were out there and John Cena was trying to uh, convince everyone um, that he deserved an opportunity, and when he started talking about opportunity, they started chanting Rusev Day to let Shane and uh, Daniel know who they thought deserved an opportunity, and it was My thing is, that whole time John Cena was out there talking, I'm like, why are we doing this when I already know you're facing The Undertaker? So that's just, I mean, I heard them chanting, but I really didn't know what they were saying. But, yeah, it's just, I need them to just put the U.S. title on Rusev because anything else is just a waste of time. Oh, you're not going to get the U.S. title on Rusev, but we did get a U.S. title match announced for Fastlane, which is going to be Bobby Roode and Randy Orton. They had a backstage segment, apparently, despite his interference in this Jinder Mahal got cut from this he's it's not going to be a triple threat match it's a one-on-one match with Randy Orton saying that this is the only title that's eluded him so this is why he wants it It has nothing to do with the top 10 list they pretty much just took everything they built up for the last two weeks and scrapped it and started over here's the thing you know like I know that this is happening and I know they keep like doing stuff with it every week I just I honestly just keep forgetting that Randy Orton is even on Smackdown like, it's just, yeah, every here. week, something else happens, like, oh, that's right, Randy Orton's on here, too. Okay. <laughs> Any thoughts, Eric, on that promo, or uh, that match, and how they left Jinder out? Because I know you and I were talking about it the last couple of weeks, and how stupid it was to have Jinder be a part of it anyway. Yeah, who you being involved in it anyway? He was just cutting a bunch of fucking nonsense promos trying to turn uh, fucking Randy Orton and Bobby Roode against each other for no reason. They were already against each other. Yeah. Um, we only got a couple more things. I'm going to save the Uso thing for the last because it was probably the best part of SmackDown. Uh, Naomi versus Ruby Riot because Ruby has a match against Charlotte and reasons. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know... As I watch these things, and I'm like, you know, Charlotte, putting you against Ruby Wright is kind of a waste. Because we all know what the money match is. So why are we just, why, why does Fastlane even happen? Why, why do we have Fastlane? Like, I just, I don't understand. Why can't we just oh, not we have this pay-per-view? Travis, Travis, Travis. You have to get into the Fastlane before you can get on the road to WrestleMania. You get on the road to WrestleMania. You're on the road. You're on the road. It's going a certain amount of miles per hour. And then you get into the fast lane, and then you get to WrestleMania. So wait, can't you see? Can't no, you understand? No, no I, have, I, I, I don't comprehend. Does not compute. 
All right. I just like this whole fast lane pay-per-view is just like, why are we even doing this? Because especially since you're really not dependent on pay-per-view vibes anymore, like you really are just using the network now. So like you don't really need another show. You really don't. (laughs) Travis, you can't, you can't just mosey into WrestleMania. You can't just waltz on Here's into the WrestleMania. Here's Eric, you gotta get the best about, Here's Eric, the thing, Eric. You about yes, you can. <laughs> I was going to say, you Eric, with your it. spiel about getting in the fast lane on the highway, weren't you the one that also said that they were kind of in cruise control going into WrestleMania? They were, but not anymore. Not anymore, baby. Things are heating up. We're getting ready to get into that Against that, man, you know, you can be in cruise control while in the fast lane. But that doesn't doesn't mean that this pay-per-view is necessary. It is really a waste of time. There's nothing here that I feel will have any real implications, except that I feel like in this tag match between the Usos and the New Day, the Bludgeon Brothers are going to get tired of being ignored and they're going to interfere in this match that's going to set up a three-way tag team match for the titles at WrestleMania. You know, the with the Bludgeon Brothers, I wish they had given me a reason to either cheer them or boo them. They've given me neither. All they've done is show up and beat jobbers and stare at people. Yeah, man. I think that's, that's the thing. they bad motherfuckers. That's all you need to know. They don't need to be heels or fake. You don't need to cheer them or boo them. You just need to recognize they are bad motherfuckers. I just I wish their outfits Travis, were bad motherfucker outfits because they're... I, I think not. what Travis was trying to say was come fast lane, we will have a reason to care about a match between the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos. Whether you decide to cheer them or boo them, it seems to be going very slowly they are not taking the fast lane to that feud. Well, see, but the, it seems to be where they're headed. Well, you don't get into the fast lane until the fast lane pay per view. If you're going to use it, then go ahead and use it. But, but, can we talk about that promo? Oh, we can because it was probably the best thing on SmackDown. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. As Big E was talking, I was like, "Preach, nigga, preach." But go ahead, dude. Big E, Big E is amazing, dude. Like, I hope that it was like a preview of Big E's. Solo career. No. WWE, no, no, no. Let me tell you why. Because they put him by himself, they will fucking ruin him. So, no, keep him with the New Day. Let the three of them stay together and let them keep doing what they do. Because when you put well, that, them- that, that's fine, but I want to see um, them get some singles titles, you know? Like mm-hmm. Big E, there's no reason he doesn't why. Need, it doesn't need to be a solo career. He can be part, like you guys said, because we were talking totally. about. U.S. title shots with uh, Xavier Woods and stuff. He can be part of the New Day and still get a singles title shot for a U.S. title, a WWE championship. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it wasn't just Big E. The Usos had their start. The Usos that promo. were amazing. Oh, yeah. They that brought it, like too. Yeah. They even brought though, it, too. Yeah. Even though they took the same thing that they've been saying week after week and just changed the words instead of day one ish. Tag team. Lockdown. This tag team. Lockdown. It was WrestleMania 29, sideline. WrestleMania 30, sideline. They did the same thing at the end of that promo. They just changed the words around. But it was passion. It was heart. It made you feel something. It made you give a shit about both these teams. And that's something we are missing severely in WWE. Yeah, here's the thing. You know like, we were I, really like, I totally w- agree with like throwing uh, New Day and fucking Usos into a program at WrestleMania because it. I mean, and we've seen it before, but you can know they could put on a solid That's the match. Thing, yeah. Throw, Listen, throw the Blood Brothers into that. Just I don't know. Here's the thing about yeah, what you were saying, like New Day and Usos. Yeah, we've seen it before. We already know. Anytime you put those two teams against each other, you are going to get an amazing match. Yeah, it's gonna be magic. But here, I wanted to just real crazy side note here. I just here's the thing. I just want to point out has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. But I love seeing how many times people point at the WrestleMania side. Like (laughs) everybody does it every time they come out to the ring. I wish I'd taken a tally of how many times people point at the sign this week. Like. 
If I saw some WrestleMania signs throughout my day, I'd be pointing at them. Oh, Eric said he wanted to get a WrestleMania sign for his house, so he had something to point at while he was at home. Clearly, because that's the only reason why people go on TV now, just to point at the WrestleMania sign. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So are we in agreement that Usos and the New Day and their promo was uh, what was winning on SmackDown? Yeah. I actually was going to say that John Cena won on SmackDown, but go ahead. Okay. Well, Eric and I are going to go with that tag team promo. You're going to go with John Cena? Yeah. All right. Who you guys, who's losing on SmackDown? Corbin. (laughs) There's really no reason for me to say Corbin, even though that's still funny to me every time we say it. But I'm going to. Dude, there was this guy, there was a guy in the audience that had a sign that said, Corbin uh, does not wash his hands. He seems like the kind of guy who wouldn't wash his hands. <laughs> he does kind of seem like the guy that would piss and not wash his hands. But anyway, yeah, that guy—you probably seen him in the bathroom. <laughs> and, and he didn't but 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 as far hands. as who's losing on SmackDown, I actually was gonna say. <sighs> I mean, he's actually one of my favorites on SmackDown. But I was gonna say, you know, fucking AJ's losing because he just he he just can't catch a break, man. Like. Every week, he's just getting fucked over. As good as he is, he continues to get fucked over. So, yes, AJ's losing. I was going to go with Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn lost to Ziggler. Kevin Owens lost to Corbin but beat Ziggler. Sami Zayn lost to Ziggler and Corbin. Um, And now it's a six-man title match, which severely reduces, not that anyone had a chance but AJ Styles, but severely reduces the chances that Sami Zayn's coming out on top with everyone else in that match. That's that's what I was saying. Why is as to why AJ's losing? Because like, yo, he's the one that has a t- chance of getting his title taken away. You know. Yeah. Who's winning on Raw? Um. Shit. I mean. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Nia Jax. Or Elias. I'm going to go with Elias, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elias. Didn't oh, he get decimated yeah. by Braun Strowman? No, he didn't. He got away. Yeah, he, he ran away. He got away. He got Braun with the fucking fire extinguisher and got the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give right. it to Elias. I'm going to say Elias is winning. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rollins and Balor because it looks like they might be getting another title shot. So, even though it's not a universal title shot, at least they're doing something with them and they're in some kind of title picture. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I agree with that. I th- yeah, because they, they were kind of up in the air until recently. Who's losing on Monday Night Raw? Braun. Because he got a fire extinguisher spray to the face, got poked in the eyes and shit. And WWE doesn't know what to do with him. So, yeah, I'm going to say he's losing right now. Uh, I can see that. I'm going to go with Kurt Angle. Because not only did he find his balls, but then he lost his balls and still got cheap-shotted. I can see why you give him that. Yeah, yeah. So, Eric? Um... I could see where you're coming from with Kurt Angle. I might go with Stephanie because she did have to apologize rather profusely. <laughs> she had to grovel. Yeah. She didn't get punched in the face, though. No. She didn't apologize and then get punched. Kurt didn't mean any of it. Please don't fire me and still got punched. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> when, you put it th- when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think you might be right on that one. All right. Um, I watched Mixed Match Challenge. Asuka and The Miz won. It was pretty much all about Asuka thinking The Miz couldn't beat Finn Balor, so she wanted to beat Sasha because apparently if The Miz gets pinned, it ruins her undefeated streak. It was all about Asuka's undefeated streak. Matt, I I saw that you were watching the Mixed Match Challenge on Facebook at the same time as me. It said Matt Ritter is also watching. And, um, man, I, uh, typed in on the thing, bring back Mordecai. <laughs> oh, see, I, I swiped the comments cause I got tired of reading the same people over and over again. Say, 
How come they don't let the men fight the women? I just got sick of reading that, so I don't read comments anymore. Anyway, they don't know where the fucking mixed tag match is, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is what it is. But that is our show for this week. Travis, where can they find you on social media, and what do you want them to check out? Uh, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir underscore Cusselot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Um, also, check out Super Flashy Era of Tomorrow if you're a fan of the uh, CW show, superhero show, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Black Lightning. Um, also, check out Creation Conversation once a month. We have a new episode coming next week. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. If you're not sure if you found the right guy, it'll say Matt Ritter, S-R-W, smacking at Raw Wrestling. Um, Please like and subscribe to this podcast and comment. Also, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash smacking at Raw. If you are not a member and you send a request, I will accept you. Come join us, talk about the pay-per-views, read rumors, everything. Yeah, that's uh, that's really all I got. Say goodnight, guys. Good night, everybody. Later. We are smacking it raw, and we are that damn good. <laughs>